I think it's going to be a really good conversation. I've been doing a lot of thinking about this thing going on with Biden trying to give away our sovereignty to the WHO, not the musical group, <laughs> the World Health Organization, as well as the surveillance state. Both of these things kind of have me uh, very, very concerned, and they're both very connected in my opinion. So I want to start out with uh, reciting an address by George Washington when he resigned his commission on December 23rd, 1783, as general of the army when, uh, after we had the revolution, Revolutionary War. Why did we fight the Revolutionary War? Well, it was to get away from tyranny and have sovereignty and have freedom and liberty. So it goes, Mr. President, the great events on which my resignation depended having at length taken place, I have now the honor of offering my sincere congratulations to Congress and of presenting myself before them to surrender into their hands and the trust committed to me and to claim the indulgence of retiring from the service of my country. Happy in the confirmation of our independence and sovereignty and pleased with the opportunity afforded the United States of becoming a respectable nation. I resign with satisfaction the appointment I accepted with diffidence, a diffidence in my abilities to accomplish my arduous a task, which however was superseded by a confidence in the rectitude of our cause, the support of the supreme power of the union and the patronage of heaven." The successful termination of the war has verified the most sanguine expectations and my gratitude for the interposition of providence and the assistance I have received from my countrymen increases with every re review of the momentous contest. While I report repeat my obligations to the army in general, I should do injustice to my own feelings not to acknowledge in this place the peculiar services and distinguished merits of the gentlemen who have been attached to my person during the war. It was impossible the choice of confidential officers to compose my family should have been more fortunate. Permit me, sir, to recommend in particular those who have continued in service to the present moment as worthy of the favorable notice and patronage of Congress. I consider it an indispensable duty to close this last solemn act of my official life, my commending the interests of our dearest country to the protection of Almighty God and the, those who have the superintendence of them to his holy keeping. Having now finished the work assigned me, I retire from the great theater of action and bidding an affectionate farewell to this august body under those orders I have so long acted. I here offer my commission and take my leave of all the employments of public life. The founders did not risk their lives, fortunes, and sacred honor casting off the rule of King George III so that 200 years later, the United States could subject itself to the whims of unelected foreign bureaucrats and international lawyers. Sovereignty was essential to the founding of America in 1776, and it is essential to America today. 
It has become obvious to me after a fraudulent election in 2020 and the push by the current regime ruling our country towards globalism and the new world order that the dream of a sovereign country by the people and for the people imagined by the founding fathers of our country is in serious danger of collapse. We have seen a total disregard of the U.S. Constitution by a Democrat party that has been taken over by a dino, <laughs> Democrats in name only, communists. Dino communists. Think about that. In this case, based on the age of many of the decrepit, senile fixtures cluttering the halls of Congress, the term dino could have a dual meaning. We've seen Democrat politicians ruling with an iron fist, disregarding their place as a public servant, and using a pandemic emergency as justification. Today, our sovereignty faces new threats. International organizations and courts seek to reshape the international system. There's a push to get nations to give up their sovereignty and be governed by a global consensus independent, sovereign nations will be replaced by transnational organizations that reject national sovereignty. The demand that the United States bow to this global consensus does not respect American sovereignty. The offenses the founders complained of in the Declaration of Independence now have an international flavor. This new project is filled with examples of institutions, courts, and taxes that violate the spirit of the Declaration of Independence. We now see the Biden regime proposing amendments to the international health regulations, which can potentially enable a consensus of socialist foreign countries to dictate to the American people. What the Biden administration is trying to do is establish an international treaty with countries that don't respect American values. I wonder how many Americans don't know that a treaty must be approved, approved by two-thirds of the senators in the U.S. Congress and that it needs to be constitutional to be considered legal. We see this regime filling our country with foreigners that don't speak English, have no knowledge of the founding documents that protect our freedom and liberty, and are being bought off with free health care, government handouts, government housing, and free cell phones. Worst of all, there is a push to make them Democrat voters, as well as count them in national census, increasing the representation of big left-leaning states. FISA courts are indirectly issuing warrants to spy on American citizens, bringing to bear the power of the FBI, CIA, and any number of unelected bureaucratic agencies to track your every movement and find a crime to charge you with. If you are deemed an enemy of the state, you become a person in search of a crime. To help our ever-growing, tyrannical, all-powerful federal government in tracking down those classified as a threat, we have an overbearing surveillance state emerging, which is like something out of an Orwellian sci-fi movie from years ago. Since virtually everyone has a cell phone these days, we can all be tracked by geotracking, which is built into every phone. Cameras are everywhere. Almost all video and audio communication is digitized. Which means all this data can be tracked, traced, categorized, and searched right down to every single word you say or text on your phone. If it's connected to the network, the government can access it. 
the government can contact trace you anytime they want. All of these resources could be potentially utilized by an international police state. Where are the liberals that were always mentioning the right to privacy now? In our Declaration of Independence, one of King George III's offenses included, he has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and unacknowledged by our laws. Although the American colonists were British subjects, they never consented to be bound by the commands of the British Parliament, a legislative body in which they were not represented. The purpose of government is to secure the people's rights. Legitimately sovereign governments derive their powers from the consent of the governed. Thus, American sovereignty is justified by the inherent God-given right of self-government. International organizations seek to dictate the fundamental aspects of Americans' personal and professional lives. Committees whose members include egregious human rights violators such as Cuba, China, and Syria regularly admonish the U.S. to implement racial and gender, gender quotas and lecture American families on how to raise and educate their own children. In recent years, international organizations and foreign leaders have proposed international taxes on airline tickets and financial transactions, taxes that would be borne by American citizens and businesses. The revenues collected would be spent by unaccountable international organizations. The founders rejected taxation without representation. This is just one of many examples of how international encroachment has already weakened our national sovereignty. I want to conclude with a, quote, a quote by Woodrow Wilson from January 22, 1917. No peace can last or ought to last, which does not recognize and accept the principle that no right anywhere exists to hand people's about from sovereignty to sovereignty as if they were property.